King and Yates, they bridging the gap From the US to Dubai, put pins on the map Ball is life and that's a fact And a ball is life, about that exact King and Yates, they bridging the gap From the US to Dubai, put pins on the map There's a time to score and a time to assist Ain't no YN team, let the winning commence From generation to generation, game don't stop The new and old school got the game on lock it's all legendary, it's all necessary We all been all-stars before February And after that, King and Gates, after racks But really trying to get some wins, not just padding stats Two basketball lovers through happenstance Built a bond that led to greatness that advanced Yes, sir Y'all hear that? That's new energy, man You don't like that? Yeah, the song is all right, but the way you responded to it was crazy. <laughs> nah, listen, now the button messed up. I got to get it right. 2022. We're we ain't back, off, we ain't off to a good start, man. Like That's I, a great start. No, I'm, I'm just talking about, about you and the buttons on, messed up. That's fire! Yeah, we're back. Let's go. Yeah, you know, that's, that's a lot better. It's, it's like the first practice, man. You got to run it out. I'm here, though. I'm, I'm feeling good, man. You know, my vitamin C in my in my glass over here. I'm feeling good. Raspberry flavor. You know. I was wondering what that was. What you mean you was wondering? No, I'm serious. I was wondering why it was a red color. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I, you know, everybody else in, in the UAE, we put electrolytes in our stuff. It's like a you know, like a yellowish <laughs> color. Yours was red. I was like, it was, it's flavors. But you always gotta have some flair with your stuff though. You, you know what I'm saying? saying? I don't want to just drink lemon. No, I'm, no, time. but that's just you. That's just you, you know. That's, what you get that's, that's how you no. I hear you, you. You always gotta have a little extra flair. You've always been that way, and that's cool. That's that's, that's you. That's, that's you. interesting. You know what I'm saying? Right. Says the guy, this man made me wear pink socks with hearts on them in, uh, in high school, the senior year. You know, couldn't just give me a regular pair of pink socks like everybody else. He had to have. So it let me, let me, it was a good call. But let me elaborate on that a little bit for everybody. That's because my aunt yeah. was a breast cancer survivor. Yeah. And we were doing it Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And so that's why we were doing it. So, you know, you want to make fun of that? No. And you, you're ashamed to wear that? No, 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 no. Everybody on, had the pink sock. Come on, man. They had the regular ones, but mine had to have the hearts and the fairies and stuff on it. It, it was cool. I rocked them, you know, with pride. Had a big game in them, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm the one about to flare. You was planting the seeds, man. Come on, man. Come <laughs> on, you was probably late for practice or something like that. Come on, man. BTG Nation. Come on, man. Yes. What's up, man? We 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 got enough people who support us to where we can actually give our community a name, you know. Shout out to BTG Nation. Um, big 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 shout out to um, Willie Ways. Uh, you guys heard the new intro, um, man. He came through big for us. That was something that was unexpected, but you know that's what happens. Much appreciated, man. That's what happens when you come together and you start to put something together that people start to feel. Um, what's ironic is this is somebody that I've known since high school, since TC, right? Mm. Bring it back full circle. He's an artist. He's a rapper. Um, he's in Australia right now, actually, which is crazy. Um, he reached out and he was like, yo, let's link. Let's do something together. What's he doing in Australia? Rapping. Like doing various different things. What's dope is we'll have him on the show next episode. Okay. So we can sit and talk. We can have our hip hop debate. Um, that's one thing we haven't jumped into yet. We haven't gotten into the culture part of of us. We've been taking it just sports wise. So now a little bit personal, but you guys gonna see the full package almost 
of what Coach and I can jump into. And, and ways would be the perfect person to kick us off when we start talking about hip hop, especially with the generational gaps. But you'll you'll like it. And you know Oh, I can I know already I like it. Yeah. Right. And, and, and know what? Um we got the new intro and everything that's is dope. It's dope. But no disrespect to your little brother Jameson. Like yeah. Jameson came through with some yeah. fire that I didn't know he had. Yeah. So you know this is putting a little pressure on you, JMO. You need to come back with something else, baby. Listen and listen. So BTG is expanding, you know. Um, BTG Media is the platform. So you guys seen the new intro. It says BTG Media presents the Bridging the Gap podcast. That's because there's more coming. Yep. There's more coming. Um, we're building a team. I got a team around me now. Um, I got some gangsters around me that we're going to be doing. I have a team stuff. around me. Yeah. Around him. Yeah. Everything evolves around you. Wrong, wrong. No, I'm all, saying that's the way you just put it though. If all, people didn't know, that's what they would that's what they would assume. Listen, I had a vision I knew I couldn't do by myself. And then I was like, you know, coming from basketball, you need people to do some things and I can help them do some things for themselves. So So basically when you get when you get to a certain level, you just cast me aside. Nah, listen, I'm trying to make you get uh passive income. Nah, nah, We're gonna put saying. it together. You don't have to do nothing. I got something for you. I just want everybody to know I'm the content. <laughs> I got, I got a, my, my mental Rolodex is worth a lot of dope. Listen, Listen so you know, we know, we know, we got something special for you too. But uh, for any newcomers, um, BTG podcast bridging the gap. This is my OG here, Julian King. I'm Ryan Yates. Um, we are here in Dubai by way of VA, Baltimore, Philly, Georgia, Shut Texas. Up, yeah, you always got jokes. <laughs> but we are here in Dubai. Um, this was my high school coach umpteen years ago. Now we're business partners, international business partners. Um, we're using a game with basketball to grow and nurture the youth here in Dubai and build a community much like the one that we grew up with. Um, it's something that's new, something that we believe is necessary. And we're seeing some promise. Um, so for everybody out there, check us out. Who Mountain Dubai, Who Mountain AE on our website, um, Who Mountain DXB on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTokity Talk, all those things. Um, and please go check out that website. I spent a lot of time working with our web team. Shout out to Digital Graphics getting that together. Those guys are great, um, and we put a lot of work in there. So enjoy that. But OG. Oh, Man, let's talk about how we ended the year and went into the new year. Like, how how you feeling going into 2022 after the wrap up we had? Man, listen, with all this going on with COVID and 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 transition from you know 2021 to 2022, you know we couldn't be in a better space. Right. Know, and that's that's from all the work, the hard work that we put in to set things up. And um, you know the old saying goes, "There's no sense in complaining. Just put your head down and keep going." So I'm I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I, did you get a chance to relax? Because, you know, we always, as soon as we touch off the plane, if we go home from the summer and we get back, it's almost like work nonstop until, you know, December 9th or whenever our break is. Did you have some time to relax? Yeah, yeah I had a chance. I had some uh, family come over. I had a significant other come over, and my better half, and we got a chance to tour the UAE and, and, and relax a little bit, you know? You got you to gotta tell people. So, Coach, y'all don't know. Coach got, like, I don't know what it is about him. He likes thrills. He do crazy stuff. Man, I'm telling you, like, wild stuff. But tell, tell people what you like to do in your excursions, man. 
It's exciting though. It's exciting. It's dope, man. It's not exciting, man. It's what normal people do. It's you know, you do something out of your comfort zone sometimes. Nothing more than, you know, jet skiing, boating, you know, zip lines, you know, certain things like that, you know, motorbiking, you know, whatever, but nothing, nothing crazy. But I will say this. I did have an opportunity to go to um uh what is it? Pat up past rack. It's called mm -hmm. Jebel, Jebel Jace or something like that. It's the world's longest zip line. Yes. And I had a chance to go there. You know, I had to, you know, fill out the waiver forms secretly for my <laughs> for my significant other, whatever. And we get there, man, and um, the the joint is 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 high. I ain't never been up this high before, except when I was in Switzerland. But we get there, man. They strap me in and everything, and I'm cool. I'm cool, you know. I'm, but there's a weight limit, <laughs> you know what I mean. And so I just barely make the weight limit. You know, I've been stressed a little bit. Yeah. I've been working out as much. Donuts. Shut up. <laughs> that's that's always been a part of my game. You know what I'm good saying? Choice, so we get there and they get ready to strap me in. And I'm looking at my significant other. She's already in there, but she's like vertical. I'm like, what the hell? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Vertical. Yeah. And so they try to the dude that strapped me in is lifting me up, but I'm so heavy, he can't do me by himself. Right. So he gotta call his Paul. the manager over, the other dude. So I'm embarrassed, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they lifted me up. And when they lift me up vertical, all my weight came forward and my chin strap, I almost strangled myself, Yates. So hold on, they had you, they had you laid out like Superman? Well, no, you got your hands behind your back. Oh, you gotta yeah. hold this strap, right? Cause if you get your, your arms loose like that, uh -huh. you, could, you could break something. Cause you right. go on like 70 miles per hour. Right. So they get me up like this and I'm head first. So oh, hold on, hold on. Hold on, but hold on, man. I'm head first. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. <laughs> Hold up. What? Yeah. So, so I'm okay with that. Cause you know, I don't mind. Cause I once I decide to do something, I'm gonna do it. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump out of a plane one day. But then when all my weight comes forward because they take so long to get me ready, all that stuff comes around my chin strap and I start feeling uncomfortable. Anybody that knows me. You know me from the movies. Yeah. What movie were we gonna watch that time? I think it was Bad Boys for Life. Bad you know? Boys for Life. I got up and walked out that joint. Like <laughs> if I'm uncomfortable, I don't, I don't do it. Yeah. So I was like, "Yo, can you loosen my chin strap a little bit?" And so, dude, kind of like brushed me off a little. You'll be all right. No, I won't. <laughs> and if you don't loosen my chin strap, and I go on the other side, and something happens, I'm gonna come back up the mountain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, word. So, so I started saying, "Yo, give me a second, You know. And so we were the first two. And so there were like, you know, six people behind us. I said, I need a minute. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I don't feel comfortable. I got all this weight on my throat, on my shoulders. I said, we got to do something else. So y'all took too long, whatever. And it basically was like, you were too heavy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I said, all right, I'm going to get out and I'll be, I'll be the last one. So the policy is if you get out, that's a wrap. You yeah. guys got to pay for a new one. I was like, dang. Yeah. But as soon as I started saying, you know, just take me out. It was like, no, nah, you got it. You got this. I said, no, nah, listen, yeah. I know me. Mm -hmm. Take me out. Yeah. And as soon as they start unbuckling me or whatever, my significant other was like, what? And they were, she was gone. <laughs> so, so they pushed her yeah, while she so, asked the question. So you know what I mean? So I had to hear that the rest of the way yeah. home on the way down for the mountain. You know, like, why y'all went by myself? You signed me up for all this stuff. But yeah. I said, you had fun? Yeah, yeah I'd never do it again, but it was all right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, so, yeah. so my plan is before I go home in the summer, I'll have trimmed down because we starting to play twice a week. Let make sure you shout that out before yeah. we get off. And um I trimmed down to my normal weight. Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna get that. You know, I I love that. I'm it's killing me right now. I know that it. I didn't do it. I so know it. I know it. I chickened out, man. Nice. Chickened out.
That's love. You protected yourself, man. Yeah, That's man. good, though. It's crazy. But, uh, man, I ain't had nothing that exciting over break. You know, I got, I got, we got married, so we had to figure some things that we wanted to take a little honeymoon trip and get out the country. But Omarion, I mean, Omnicron variant was 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 rapid. Man, you so. just gave like two new names. <laughs> hey, listen, Omicron, man, come on. <laughs> oh, it's Omicron. Omicron, man. It's a transformer, regardless, right? <laughs> so they, it popped up, and I was like, look. You know, we business owners, so we can't look at everything like most people who like employees. I was like, look, if I get sick and catch something from, you know, whatever's going on from a little trip, we down, <laughs> we yeah. down heavy. Yeah. And then I can't really enjoy it. So I was like, let's do some other things. So we chilled. Um, we went and we we did a little bit of searching around the UAE, which the UAE has more than enough for us to go find because we haven't had time. So we went to this one place called the uh, Rain Room which was dope. It's like, it's a, it's, it rains, right? And then as you, you can walk through the rain and wherever you stop at, the water stops, but all the water around you keeps going. So, yeah, but one person enters at a time? No, it doesn't matter. Okay. Doesn't matter. You got to walk at a certain pace, but okay. once you step, the water stops, but all the water around you goes. So that was dope. That was cool. Cool pictures. Um, we went to see some, um, it was like an Islamic art festival that was around there too. So they had some museums and things that were up. So it was dope. It was in Sharjah too. So he got to see. I got to. I got to check that out. I saw the pictures you had. But you know, I. I was like, you know, Nate's. Uh, Yates is always doing something real, trying to make it look real cinematic. So I thought you had just paid somebody to do that. So I got to go check that out. That's Love, man. Any any videos? I know people sitting at home is like, damn, Ryan is so active on social media and everything. Listen, any picture you see up or any video, my wife then took it. Or now a Kara Kyle have it up and they kind of forcing my hand. They're like, yo, you got a content. I'm like, Who AK? Yeah, they 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 tell me that you gotta do this. And I'm like, AK? I, I don't wanna look cool. AK. AK? AK. Okay. Yeah, just so I'm like, yeah, dope, right? So I'm like, if you see it up and it's fire, it ain't it ain't my doing. It's either my wife or AK. But you know, I'm glad you're recognizing that, man. That's love. That's love. But it's dope. I'm excited too, cause you know how the it's like the preseason is always important in basketball, right? Yep. Like once you come back, that first open gym, those first practices are important. So you can set a foundation. Because by the time you get to March and it's playoff times, you should be rolling. Yep. Right? And that's kind of where we are right now. We set things up. Things are rolling. The podcast is new opportunities coming. Um, business, new opportunities, new partners. Kids are enjoying themselves. They're growing. Parents are looking out. So right now, you know, we're like a well-oiled machine. We just picking it up and, and moving forward. So um, that's love. Any new, any goals you got set right now or are you still filling them out? Yeah. Um, I'm going to make sure that in 2022, I really, really watch my language. <laughs> what? Yo, yo, 16 years almost, maybe longer. You probably had that for like every year. You've been saying the same thing. You said it last year, matter of fact, too. I know for sure. So, so you're going to clown me for trying? Listen, <laughs> you always tell the kids, you know what I'm saying? If you continue to do the same thing and you get the same results in the same way, you got to be a little insane. You gotta be a little insane. You gotta switch it up, no, man. No, that means you just putting forth 110% effort. That's what you're doing. Like, come on, man. My situation a little different, you know? Yes, I, I, got, I got stress from all sides coming. You know, that's a, that's a lot of factors in my life. You, you, got, you got a lot of stress. You got a yeah. lot of stress. We gonna, we gonna make you, you gotta vent and let that stuff out though, man. You know what I'm saying? 
those things, you know, never know what they can turn into. You know, it'd be a good movie or something. But it's dope. I'm glad we got here. Um, shout out to all of our youngins in Hoop Mountain, Dubai, and our family. As always, you guys keep us pushing, keep us rolling. Um, thank you for the support, especially in the midst of COVID. Like, even to start this year, I don't know how we've been managing it the way we have been, but we've been able to, you know, skate through without too many big hiccups. And if there have been hiccups, we've been able to work around it. So, you know, talk about adjusting and staying on your pivot and never getting knocked off it. That's big time. Um, but let's get to the goodness, right? Let's get to the action, right? Let's get to that the NBA updates. Um, it's a lot going on. There's a whole lot going on right now. You guys know one of my favorite players in the league, period. Especially the young guys, John Morant. Right? I've been championing him since last season. Um, and he he has he's been doing more than I expected him to do um this early. But I knew he was a star. But man, check him out. The Grizzlies on a nine-game, as of today, that we're recording, they're on a nine-game win streak <laughs> and counting the most wins in their uh franchise history. I'm just saying, and you know, you, I want to talk about all the highlights. Everybody's seeing the highlights everywhere. You know what Ja is when he steps on the court. You know, it's just interesting because just when he came back from injury, they lost to OKC after they had beat them by like 75 or whatever. And one of the home fans in Memphis was, you know, saying, Ja, you should have stayed out or whatever else. And now look at it, right? It's amazing how that goes. And that was getting to him. Right. It's interesting how social media and these young stars are starting to get affected by it a little bit and the fans stuff too. But let's talk about this Grizzlies, man, and how he's leading his team in under six foot. Well, er of course, everybody sees the highlights, but the, the true tale of John Moran is that he is he scores a lot, but he is a pass-first point guard. He just He's in situations sometimes where he needs his team needs him to score but he does all the little stuff as well. You know, he rebounds, he plays defense, and um, and he's a leader. And, um, you know, and that's that's a part of his game that no one really talks about. And, and that's why, you know, truthfully speaking, I'm not saying he should be in the top five MVP, but if you were to throw his name in there at four and five, I wouldn't be upset just because of what he's doing, what he did, you know, the previous year with his team. Um, being depleted with injuries and things like that. So, um, I mean, he's a monster, man. Yeah, for sure. I he's mean, a monster. The Grizzlies are 28 and 14 and number four in the West, right? And you look at that just, and you talk about, we talked about Chris Paul and how just him being around an organization changes the complexities of it all together. Right. They walk different. They talk different. They approach business different. Ja is in his third year in the league. And this whole Grizzlies organization has the attitude that he has, the mantra, the, the swagger that he's walking with to where, where he's on the court. They believe they can do anything. Yeah. You see them talking trash? Yeah. Well, he leads by example. Man. I mean, that's all That's all it takes, man. Lead by example. What was dope, too, you talked about him being a leader. People don't get to see what that looks like unless it has those moments like being mic'd up. Yep. And they've had a couple times where they mic'd him up and you get to see him in practice. And I see comments like, yo, he's moving like a like a seven, eight-year vet already. And there's a vet there that are listening to him on top of that. That's not something that you can just teach. Well, you, you know, he he's learned a lot of stuff on his own. He's had to figure stuff out on his own because, mm -hmm. I mean, 
it's evident. He, you know, no disrespect to you know the university he went to, but yeah. but we all know that I mean, yeah. he should have been playing in the <laughs> ACC or you know sure. Big Ten or something. So For sure. I love it though. Yeah. So shout out to you, Ja. Uh, my Ja jersey coming in soon. Um, ja Morant, Anthony Edwards. You know, those are guys I'm gonna see. I, I, I'm waiting for Ant to get out of Minnesota before I cop the jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. I'm not trying to wear that yeah, at all. Yeah. I gotta send you some of these videos of Cat Carl Anthony Towns got. I don't know if it's his own podcast or him talking on Twitch or something, but it's interesting. It's interesting. I will let you see it first. I might we might do a TikTok and let you so, like. So what? So when is when Anthony Edwards' rookie contracts up? Uh huh. You think he's gonna leave Adios. fifty, sixty million on the table? Adios. I, I would. I, I think, <laughs> and you know, um, he he would Rich Paul in them, yeah. so he would clutch. So they gonna they gonna put him in the right direction and get his money. Right? No, I'm not saying they're gonna get. He's yeah. gonna get money, but it's he's always gonna leave some on the table. But we know we talked about this before. And some people thought I was crazy when I said that in certain situations, I'll take less money to give me a chance to win. For sure. But you peace know? of mind. Yeah. Like when you're a competitor. And he's already had moments where you heard him talk out and be like, yo, I even tell Cat, like, like, yo, you got to swing the ball or you got to play a little bit harder. Or like, you got to be more aggressive. When you see somebody that young having to point that out, you see his competitive nature. And if everybody's not meeting that and you in that space, either the organization got to change the people around him or he can be like, yo, I'm dipping. Well, so, well, we already know the yeah. organization. I mean, come on, man. Like, yeah, A-Rod there. It might change. Yeah. That's <laughs> psych. Baseball but guy. Yeah. Let's let's take it on the Debo. You know, DeMar DeRozan and the Bulls. A, a lot has happened, you know, um, over the, the last, like, three or four months. But the interesting thing about the Bulls is they're number one in the in the East right now, right? And over that stretch, DeMar DeRozan has hit some game winners. He's been a closer. And and DeRozan has had an interesting career, right? And to where right now he may be in MVP talk conversation. Yeah. But he's had an interesting career because he was always a winner in Toronto too, right? Um, I'd say that, yeah. He's always a winner. But they, they would always say he wasn't the necessary piece to get over the top, right? Mm. And they, they, that's what they said. That's what the narrative Well, was. the the problem was, I think he's somewhat a leader by example. He's mm. not a vocal leader. That's, mm. we know that. Um, and when you are supposed to be anointed as a leader and you're like a two or a three, it's hard because a two or a three, the, the key to their existence is being aggressive. And so sometimes that can be that can be misconstrued as being a little selfish, but he's not selfish at all. Uh, in fact, sometimes he may defer a little too much, but um, but he's always played hard. He's always played well. I mean, but whenever your kryptonite has been LeBron, I mean, there's nothing to be ashamed of. I mean, talk about it. Jordan is considered the greatest player of all time, and he prevented like ten ten Hall of Famers. 11 Hall of Famers from getting rings. So yeah. it's all right, DeMar, you you good. You're in a good space. Right. But he was in the, that transition because he got traded to San Antonio. Yeah. Right. And everybody was like, oh, is this going to be the time where he shows he can shoot three-pointers or whatever else? I don't think anybody, I think people started to write him off a little bit after that San Antonio thing. Cause, well, because you know, going into free agency, you know, the Lakers were yeah. going here. But I don't know if anybody was still looking at DeMar 
I'm not, let me rephrase that. The media, because real hoopers know the deal. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they were expecting DeMar to still ascend after going to San Antonio. Right. Well, the people who, who wrote him off going to San Antonio are idiots. Yeah. And I'll just be <laughs> honest with you. You don't have to be a three-point shooter to be a star or MVP candidate. You play your game. Of mm-hmm. course, we want people to evolve as they, you know, progress in their their professional career and things like that. But for all we know, he could shoot 500 threes every day. Mm-hmm. But is he making them? Mm-hmm. Is he comfortable in taking them? So if he ain't comfortable in taking them, don't shoot them. But right. now I see him, he'll shoot them when he needs to because he hit a game winner like a couple right. games ago. Yeah, two of them. You know what I mean? So, you know, but if that's not what you're comfortable doing, man, and you've been successful so far, keep doing what you do. Right. You know, don't don't try to be something you're not. That's the problem we have today with grassroots basketball. That's the problem we have with um, half of the NBA. Half of the NBA, all of the basketball beneath the NBA, guys are thinking they're Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. You're not Steph Curry. You're not Klay Thompson. You're not Damian Lillard. You can't shoot from the logo. Stop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shoot from shoot from a distance where you have a high percentage, you're successful, you're comfortable, and a, and a shot that you've been shooting hundreds and hundreds and thousands of times in practice. So DeMar is doing what he's supposed to do. Yeah, and he's and he's with a great team too. So shout out to DeMar for doing that. Right, let's, not, let's not throw that word great out. He's a really good team. You know, great is when okay. you've, you know, you know, you know what I mean. So because we throw that, you know, in today's media, we throw that word around a little bit. I ain't say they're the greatest. I'm just saying, but when you say great. They're, they're number one in the East right now. But when you though. say great. You know what I'm saying? Great is meaning you've dominated the East for a couple years in a row and you guys go to the finals. Okay. That's great. We'll in give the East you that. We ain't saying they're good. Yeah, they're good. They're solid. They're good. They're solid. They're, they're really solid. good. Yeah, I give them that for sure. You know, Lonzo. Shout out to Zach Levine, your boy. Yeah, listen. because he's taken he's taking a lesser role to help the team. Yes, you know, because he wants to win, and he's still and he's still putting up those numbers. Yeah, he's still, right. Yeah. And so you just talked about how so many people wanted to emulate the three point logo shooting or anything, and I think on a part of that message that's the issue. If some people that are turning are telling them that they have to be able to shoot that far, yeah. right? And then you look at DeMar, where DeMar has the best mid-range game in the league, right? And then so is Chris Paul and everybody else. Their effectiveness doesn't go low or anywhere. It's yeah. still there. You don't have to be able to shoot threes that far. You have to be a threat to be able to stretch the floor. If you are a guard, you got to be able to knock that down to keep the defense honest. But you don't have to be able to shoot Set a million feet. No, that that's not how it is, right? Because no matter what, and we, I was just talking to a young buck the other day. He was talking about here in Dubai. He was talking about how he hates playing point guard. I was like, why? I said, you know how to pass the ball when somebody's open. So yeah, you can handle it. Yeah, so you can score. So yeah, so what you hate being a point guard for? He said, nah, because you know they tell you you got to do this and that. Like, listen, <laughs> like no, the game is really, really simple. Yeah, the game is really simple. Right, it's always coming down to the same things. The last three minutes of every game that's important is the most fundamentally sound game that anybody can watch, right? So don't feel like you gotta shoot that trade ball from that deep. Work on your game, of course, be effective from there, but yep. you don't have to be a three-point launcher. You know, that's not your thing. But if it is, by all means, let it fly, <laughs> let it go. <laughs> 
Um, but it's an interesting space because COVID has taken over the world, right? So everybody is going through the same things. And it looks like everybody's like, shit, it's here to stay. So we're not shutting down for it. So let's we're going to keep it going. The NBA is one of those organizations that said that. So, you know, um, because of that, we have these 10-day contracts going out. A lot of people getting 10-day 10, 10 contracts. You know, Greg Monroe, Isaiah Thomas, Brandon Knight. Um, I think Mario Chalmers had a quick Brandon one. Knight came back? Yeah, Brandon Knight oh, came man, back or okay. something. It looked like he still had something in him, too. Um, and several other people, too. And then Lance Stevenson. Born Brandon. ready. And he's still rocking those A and ones, too. Look, My said, favorite and ones. I said, forgot what they're called. The, the, uh, it's like a, 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 um, a Chinese, not Chinese. Like It's like a martial art type thing. Man, like something. Yeah. Shout out to him for bringing. He said those like his like mics. He said, I'm going to keep rocking quick, them. Quick question for you. AK is working with us now, right? AK is. So, they, so shouldn't that be like a cue for him to look that up for us? Look, see that? Yeah. Look, okay. Yeah. All right. I'm just look, saying. Look up, look up the sneak. Yeah. Come on, man. Look up the sneak. Come on, AK. He's so worried about tonight, man. Yeah, yeah. Look, my man, our boy AK, he, he turned he turned 23. He turned 22. So shout out to him, man. Happy birthday. Early yeah, happy man, birthday. Happy birthday, man. You know. Uh, just look at the last Stevens, whatever. Whatever and one sneaker that and uh right there. The the third one from the left. Yeah. That's it right there. Yeah. What is that one called? Yeah. What is that? Those joints felt. They were yeah. comfortable. And they look the best, of course. Now, I'm going to pull up a picture on the um, everybody that's watching on YouTube. I'm going to pull up a picture so you can make sure you can see it. It'll be there. Um, and then we'll get... The, yeah, what's the name of him? He got this space. It, but I think it's called... No, that's his personal one. I'll find out. Yeah, but you know the ones I'm talking about, right? Yeah. yeah. It's on the, but like I said, Lance, he came back and he came back ready to go. 20 points in a quarter, 30 points <laughs> overall. And, you know, he's a, he fills up the stat sheet. Right, right. And he was in the G League for a while with IT, Isaiah Thomas, who also got a 10-day. But, first of all, let's make sure we give a, a congrats because, you know, he got signed for the rest of the season. So, shout out to Born Ready for that. He got signed for the rest of the season. But what is that – what are the 10 days going out kind of showing you? Because Lance was out of the league. Lance was playing in China. Lance was playing in G League. And his first game back, he puts up a 30-piece. And then the next night, he follows us up with a career high and assists and 14 assists off the bench. Well, it it just goes back to GMs making rash decisions based on negative publicity from the media. Hmm. That's just bottom line. Yeah. Anybody that's played with Lance, when they speak about him publicly, they never say anything negative about him. And most coaches don't really say anything negative about mm -hmm. him, you know? And and so my thing is, but, you know, when you see him from the outside and you see the certain uh, angles and images that they show of of Lance, you think that he's a, you know, he's wild. Right. He's really not. Try, try. He's, you know, he's really just playing ball, you know, and he's, his celebrations might be a little bit over, over the top, but that's after he's scored a bucket or something like that. And everybody's going crazy. So, he's you know. He's a fan favorite because yeah, of that. Right. And he, he plays hard. Yeah. He plays hard. So, you know, when when your Lakers got rid of him, I was like, mm, y'all probably could have kept him. Man. You know, but we again, talked about We talked about it a little bit more in depth, too, because you. I was pointing out, I was like, yo, the 10-day moments right here are kind of showing how, um, the league, because they push so much for these youth and the young that they're missing out on the in-between. Like, they're like 
15 teams, half the league is tanking, trying to rebuild. Right. Right? And it's bad for basketball. So when you have those times where there's some seven, eight, nine-year vets who are going to keep your team competitive, maybe you guys are just staying around that six, seven, eight range as far as playoffs, but you're still competitive and you're still getting seats. Everybody else, that last, like, bottom 16 in the league, they're trying to be younger, which means less experience, means less competitiveness. When they can keep a guy like Lance around, yeah. and you still develop those youth. Well, you want to keep guys like Lance, Joe Johnson, mm-hmm. um, IT, and those guys for one reason, because they've already made a lot of money, mm-hmm. and they're playing for the love of the game, and they're going to they're gonna, you know, teach your locker room to play hard. Yes. Because that's the problem now. You know, you said most teams are tanking, trying to get the next – um, you know, Star, draft yeah. pick or whatever, but top draft pick, but that's not going to happen for everybody. You know, sometimes you got to go with what you got. Mm-hmm. And and so, um, you know, you need those guys, man, and because it shows. If, if not, you wouldn't be bringing them up now. Right. And we talk about culture, culture building, right? Somebody has to be there to drop that knowledge down, to pass it forth. That's why Udonis Haslam is still in the Heat's locker room yep. because his voice is imperative. That's why we had Jared Dudley before because he's been in the league for so long. He can teach him how to be professionals and teach him how to carry himself the right way. So shout out to Lance because yeah. Lance should have never been out of the league in the first place. Right. But you brought up the point about not only was it about the opportunity to get the 10-day, but what was Lance doing when he wasn't in the league? Oh, he's balling overseas. You know what I'm saying? He's, like he's talk standing, about that. staying in shape, you know, bringing in a hefty check, and not allowing the NBA to dampen his spirits in terms of the game. He was like, you know what? I just love the hoop, and if I can get a chance to hoop, and somebody's gonna pay me for it, I'm going. Right. And that's what that's what hoopers do, man. That's right. what hoopers do. You know, you don't just if you still got something left in the tank. And there's not any serious health issues. You go play. Mm-hmm. You go play, and that's what Lance did, man. I I take my hat. He came into the league. You talk about those numbers he put up. It's because he was in shape. Right. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And game shape is different. You can run that many thirty laps on a track, fifteen <laughs> yeah. miles, yeah. <laughs> run the stairs, jump up, yeah. all that. But if you're not playing basketball up and down, you're not going to be in shape. It's yeah. not going to fit. It's not going to hit the same. So um, shout out to Lance. You know, trade that trade deadline is coming. Um, it's going to be interesting because you know the Celtics still having their their wrists, and Perk is calling them out, <laughs> and then the young bucks, J uh, JB and Tatum, are responding to it. Um, <laughs> now I see that the the Sixers say they're they're open to trading Tobias Harris. As well, um, Jeremy Grant is a hot topic because the Lakers, Knicks, Wizards. They're hot on him, right? Yeah, Lakers, Knicks, and Blazers and Wizards. Um, I mean, it's going to be an interesting space, especially right now with the Sixers on a seventh-game win streak and quietly. Nobody's saying anything. And Embiid, of course, is averaging like 30 and 10 doing that, you know, looking like an MVP type <laughs> of guy. So what, what are you looking to see? What do you think will be some um, – some teams you're watching to make some moves over this break, over well, the trade line. For sure, you know, we you know, Lakers are, of course, they need to probably they're gonna get better by subtraction. We'll, we'll yeah, we'll get there. Um, we'll get there. Y'all see, yeah. I I'm I'm here in solidarity. No, nah, not really. Solid. I thought you was you was one of the lost members of NWA or something like that, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? DJ Yella's cousin or something like that. You know what I'm saying? But um <laughs> But no, I I think the Knicks definitely need to make it. I think they need to bring in something. The Knicks are interesting. You see, yeah. I 
you've grown up in every era of basketball, right? Almost. Damn. All the good stuff, the golden years. You know what I'm saying? From the 80s on up, right? Mm-hmm. 80s on up. <laughs> so Julius Randle has been in a back and forth with the Knicks fans in Madison Square Garden. He hasn't been playing well, right? Um, and, you know, he's booing the fans, blah, 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 blah. What, after seeing the Knicks have those issues with Kimba, where they were sitting Kimba and didn't play him, and then they were still losing, and then Kimba comes back and putting up 40s and all these other stuff, and they're still having those same struggles. What are you seeing about that team and how their best players are responding? And like, it, you know? it all boils down to Tibbs. Mm. You know, their resurgence last year was based on Tibbs saying, I spent time going around the league and being around other um, organizations and coaches and practices and players and got out of my own way and started doing things a little differently. And so he started putting trust in in more players. Mm-hmm. And so they responded. Right. This year, you can see he's a little more guarded and he's not really, let's just say, we know Kimba has his 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 glaring weaknesses. He's not really a point guard. He's a shooting guard, mm-hmm. you know, trapped in a point guard's body. And Tibbs hasn't really taken to him that way. And so, you know, and of course, you know, if if Kimba's a killer and he's not playing and the team's losing, there's chatter in that locker room. Yeah. And then there's nothing as a coach you can do to change that unless you decide to change that lineup. Mm-hmm. So, so Tibbs is going to have to say, I need to open my mind up again. Mm-hmm. Start letting a few more guys do their thing, and let's just get some. Let's just get some momentum. Yeah, you know, right? You know, don't don't be so controlling. You know, you know, Tiz, man, you get six guys, hand over, and run and, to the ground, and, and they'll play. <laughs> they'll play forty five minutes a game. You know, with with a back to back 14 games in a row, and like you can't do that, man. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I love to see what's going to happen. I. I'm still trying to see what the Celtics are going to do. You know, we've had we've had talks about this earlier in the year to where I was like, look, it's time, you know, T-Mac and Vince Carter type of vibes. Right? You got to let one go so they can run their own space and there's enough room. I want to see what they're going to do with, with Jalen Brown and, and Jason Tatum. I still think that Jalen Brown to Philly changes Philly altogether. Um, with with Philly now saying that they'll be willing to trade Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris, what do you think that opens the door up for? Right. Well, of course that would <laughs> Philly would just that that catapult them to number one for mm-hmm. sure. But if I'm Boston, I'm not necessarily ready to break them up until I really have a true experiment with a true point guard. I think they haven't had a true point guard in there. Mm. Marcus Smart fills in admirably, admirably. You know that, you know that. But he's more of a guy coming off the bench. He's not a starting point guard. He's a six man. He, yeah, man, like, this cat comes in off, you know, off the bench. He can play one, two, three. He's and he's so tough. He might play the four for a few minutes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he's not a true point guard. Kyrie's not a true point guard. Kimball was not a true point guard. And those guys, just f- imagine this. Imagine Jalen on one side at the three, Tatum at the other side at the two, and Chris Paul running the show. Right. Everybody's going to get a steady diet. Mm. You know what I mean? 
and he's going to be able to feel he's going to be able to feel the pulse of the game in terms of I need to get Jalen one. Mm-hmm. I need to get Tatum one. You know what I mean? Let me Tatum just hit two. Let me go back to him. You know, what, but but like, what's in the league for them? Dennis Schroeder don't. Never mind. I'm Stop playing, playing, man. Play. Play. <laughs> Schroeder, you know, <laughs> hey, I ain't got number love for you, Gumby. He, he, but he hooping though. He gonna get himself a little little contract. I ain't, I ain't got number love for you, homie. But man, come on, man. Eighty four million in Cali. You should yeah, take that, man. Yeah, for that. sure. We, we can use you. <laughs> <laughs> but but what, who fits that role then? So if that's the case, right? One, if if Tobias Harris and Ben Simmons on a trading block. Who should make that trade? If it's not JB and and and, and um, if it's not Jalen Brown, who do you who do you see as an even trade for that? Getting rid of Jalen, there's not any. Well, no, no, no. I'm talking about for the for the Sixers, Sixers, Six, Six, Celtics out of it. Okay. But on a trading block is Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris. If you're Daryl Morey or whatever his name is. You're making those two available for who? In your mind, who is he aiming? And he's like, all right, we'll make these two available if I can get this guy. I mean, honestly speaking, probably only Portland, maybe. Mm, Because uh, because Ben Simmons is a, he's in a situation where, where can you, where will he fit in? Because you you'd have to send him somewhere where you have at first immediately came to my mind was Atlanta because Trey Young mm. is a true point guard, but he's got to score so much for them. Mm. And if Ben was there, he could, play that, he could play off the ball a lot more. Um, you know, he Ben can't go to Golden State. They already got their crew back. Yeah, they don't need him. They don't need him. Um, you know, and Ben, if you're gonna get rid of him, you know, it's gonna be a team that he can get over the hump in terms of getting into the playoffs and making a deep run. So I mean, it'd be Portland. I don't, I don't see any way. I mean, you send him to Sacramento, Houston, Washington, nothing, you know, it's just, um, you know, he wouldn't even help in Washington. Mm. You know, I mean, he would help, of course they win. But they would have to lose a big piece. Exactly. And to mess up the the chemistry. Exactly. You know, and um, so he's, (laughs) Mm-hmm. He's virtually untrained. You know, we talked about De- DeMar Rosen not shooting threes. Well, think about Benzim not shooting at all. Yeah, and it's a wild narrative that we even have to talk about that. It still sounds crazy. Yeah, that's right? crazy. Like, what? So we're going to see. Um, trade deadline is going to be interesting. I want to see what the Celtics are going to do. I, that point that you made about JB and Jason Tatum is, is very, very valid. I don't know, like, what point guard in today's game do you put there? Like who? You know what I'm saying? Like, because, think about this. Everybody talks about everybody talks about their failures, right? How they're up and down. If LeBron wasn't in the East, them cats would have been in the finals, right? <laughs> think about that, right? Right. They, that was a year they, before. Think about that. A couple times they would have been either finals or Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. So then, what, what would people say then? Then we would be saying, "Oh, they're just one." They're, they're one true point guard away from getting to the championship. Yeah. So it, it's not a matter where they – listen, these guys can't do damage to the team if you have somebody directing the team. Right. They just can't. But they, who who could direct it, though? Like, I'm sitting here now, I'm thinking, like, you got young point guards like Darius Garland and John Morant, but they're going to be cornerstones of their well, franchise. But it, like, it, takes who three, it takes three things. First thing is – 
Brad Stevens has moved into the president um, yeah. um, situation, uh, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. He's he's So he's got to be the first guy to say, look, we need to have a talk. Mm-hmm. Second thing is he's got to then have a conversation with coach. And coach then has to have a conversation with those guys. And then the third conversation will come with whoever they have at the point that's a true, true point guard. And it's not even got to be anybody that's a, a natural point guard. Like somebody, for example, let's just say, what if Patty Mills was there? Mm. That's all you need. Somebody get it up the floor and make good decisions because I, Patty Mills will fill the role the way Derek Fisher filled the role right. for you guys back okay. in the day. Okay, okay. And it, it's, it's, I mean, Marcus Smart can't do that? He ain't Patty Mills. Yeah. Because Marcus Smart has more of a, um, yeah, he, he has more of a killer instinct in terms yeah, of, yeah, let me get a bucket. Because remember, he was he was that guy, Oklahoma State. Yeah. So so who who out there would you go get? You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, the Celtics did have Rozier before, too. I mean, that. but he was, he's, what is he? Yeah, he's, he's, a, a, he's really guard. a shooting guard trapped in a point guard's body. Yeah. So that's why he's playing well with who? Melo. Melo. Because Melo is a true point guard. Yeah. He can just, he just happens to be so big and he can get a bucket. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Based on the way the point guard position is right now, you think about it, there aren't really that many true point guards in the league. Yeah, John Moran ain't going nowhere. Nowhere. Chris Paul ain't going nowhere. Nope. You know, um, the Aaron Fox, and you know the Aaron Fox. I think they are putting him up to. Um, be traded now because stuff's not working there. I'm tripping. Nothing. I'm tripping. I we know who they. You know who would fit in perfect with the Celtics. Know that. But it's a hell of a price tag. John Wall. Mm. He would be perfect for them. Yes. Push the apple. Yes. Up the floor, 94 feet, full full yes. speed ahead, putting pressure on defense, looking for my shooters. Yeah. Everything. He he. But it's a. The, the heavy, yeah, that's a heavy right. price tag. You're right, you're right, you're right. That'll be perfect. I mean, John Wall will be perfect for so many places right now, yeah. right? And you know he's still healthy. That'll be interesting. That'll be interesting, man. Yeah, that didn't, that makes them bigger in the backcourt. Yeah, they yeah. Switch a little bit more for sure. And they and they got that young big Robert Williams who's bouncy. You know, and they still got Horford around, yep. and they got guys with interchangeable pieces, and that's real good in it. Man. Hold on, Horford's still alive? Yeah. He went back. He's getting it done, you know. Go back to what you know. That's not bad. I would love to see that. Uh, We'll see how that works. You know, we'll see how that happens. See what the Celtics make happen. John Wall is the Celtic. That'd be be crazy. Yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be, that might be one of the trailers. Like, I want to see what people will say to you about that. Didn't they put, when John Wall got hurt one year, Mm -hmm. then the Celtics put them out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they should have won. And John Wall came back throwing up the gang signs. I love that. <laughs> John Wall the one, though. All right, we're going to keep an eye on that. That's going to be getting interesting over these next couple weeks. Uh, let's let's get to the elephant in the room. Um, let me be clear, too. I see how everybody is dragging Russ. Um, you know, <laughs> Russ, I'm, I mean, I'm disappointed in play, too, because we were 21 and 20. I, I'm... It's not what I expected from this squad, you know. I have been very clear about everything, though. My expectation and and everything I was looking forward to was based on Anthony Davis, right? I think Anthony Davis is the key to everything. He's the the medicine for the disease and for the sickness, right? And I still stand by there. But 
I'm here today in my Laker gear. You know what I'm saying? Slash NWA. You know, you know I ain't I ain't bring the uh I had the Oakland fitted I could have threw on too, but I ain't there. You know, Loki at heart. You can't mix Oakland and LA though. Yeah, but I no, I had the, it's the Raiders hat though. Oh, okay. So you okay. know the Raiders is back. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. They might be in Vegas now, so I don't watch football no more. But I'm here because I ain't like most people. I'm a Laker fan, regardless of the season or what's going on. I'm here, right? I'm here. And I still think we can win a chip. I still think we can win. I still think we can beat anybody. I just gonna see what AD goes. Yeah, it's all on AD. That's it. Um, it's an interesting space. You know what I'm saying? I've, I'm watching Braun the last two years. My boy was just talking about it. It was like, yo, Braun acting like nobody can talk trash to him. I think Braun in the space now because he talking back. You know, he just rah rah with people. I think Braun in the space now to where it's like people are looking at him as vulnerable. But it ain't because of his play. Yeah, it's because his team week. Yeah, yeah. people <laughs> you know what I'm saying like quick, the, the, people and and it's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, as a as a young player, you're supposed to be barking because you know you're trying to take a spot. But sometimes people forget. Man, yeah, and I, and I know, I know they talking just because it's like yeah, y'all y'all gonna lose because <laughs> your team. So I, and Bron out of frustration, he's he can't do but so much because people forget Bron really from the mud. So he's like, yo, who you talking to? Right. Because we ain't gonna get no win because usually he can, you know, yeah, scoreboard, but he out there dolo. Yeah. You know, they ain't leaving him with nothing. Malik Monk and Melo are like our next best players on the team. And shout out to Monk and Melo for, for like bringing what they said they was gonna bring and being consistent. There's probably been the only two that's been been there. You know, even with the wild rotations. But we had a small four-game win streak that just got knocked off. So now we're 21 and 20. What what do you see? I know I talk about the Lakers all the time, but what do you see going forward? <laughs> you know, I've always said, well, same thing you echoed. Um, uh, AD is the key. AD comes back healthy, tough, and aggressive. I don't give a damn who's in the lead. They can win. That's just bottom line. Um, rotations have to be solidified. And I know they've been dealing with a lot of injuries and things like that, but, you know, they got to find a way to, to get everybody in a situation where they're comfortable in their roles and their space. They know exactly what they do. Now, I do like the fact that I mentioned before, THT is coming off the bench now. Mm-hmm. And, you said, and you said that. That's said where that. he should be. He comes off the bench. He's still playing 30 minutes a game. Yeah. You know, so he's still getting his touches and, you know, reps and all that stuff. Um, Avery Bradley, I think, should probably be coming off the bench and allow, you know, Malik Monk has been starting, I think. Yeah. But I think they need to put in another young guy it's, to go along with Monk. You know what I keep forgetting? Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn, yeah, he's gonna he'll be back soon, right? Yeah. And so, like, I don't I don't know what the hell Frank Vogel looking at when you look at Avery Bradley. I still don't know why he be playing so many minutes. I think he's great in, like, a spot rotational thing, but now, he be on the court. Now, he has been playing better, in, but we all know that's LeBron. Come you know on. What I'm saying? But Avery Bradley is better in limited time mm-hmm. because, you know, he's – a little bit older now. This has been Avery Bradley five years ago. It's different. It's different, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So I think they need to start infusing their young guys who can still get it, and they're they're hungry in there with LeBron, those guys, because we all know LeBron is going to set them up for success. Yeah. And, um, you know, keep bringing Melo off the bench, let him do his thing. But, you know, it's it's AD, rotations, and that's it, man. Yeah. 
That's it. I mean, they're they're right there. You know, you're so the teams they beat in the four game win streak. Those are teams are supposed to beat, mm-hmm. and so they're doing what they're supposed to do. And it doesn't matter how you beat them because it's eighty two games, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a win is a win. You just want to make sure you survive and you know keep guys healthy. But in order to give them a chance against the better teams, they gotta have they gotta have some better fluidity. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, and I'm gonna look at this camera. I think you with me with this too, OG. It's my 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 message to Russell Westbrook. Listen, remember who you are. Remember who you are. Right now, we can tell that the confidence is is not there. It's wavering. It's wavering. We can tell. We understand. You know what I'm saying? You are home. You are in L.A. Um, it's, it's different. People writing you off. The media coverage is different. But, big dog, you are him. <laughs> you are one of one. What you can do on the court, there hasn't been many to ever do that before. It's going to come back. You know, I'm... You aren't pleased with your play. I'm not pleased with your play, whatever. But you know how it is. The game, it goes and it comes, but you just keep working. But he had been playing better. better. Yes. He's just got to stop pressing so much. Just, yes. man, listen, you're out there with LeBron. You, things going to be easier. Just, yeah. Just keep playing hard. Don't press so much on offense. You'll be fine. Man. Right. And no matter what happens at the end of the season, Russ, you are first ballot. Right, you are a famer. Your legacy is cemented. It is what it is. All we're doing right now is trying to win a chip. Right, you gonna get there. We gonna get there. Keep going. All them wild people on the sidelines talking crazy or whatever. Big dog, you got it. You know, twenty twenty. Man, you look. You've been in the league long enough to know Listen, to worry about those guys. Look, you, on, man. Yeah, man, you know, right? Like, when you the, with the fits you pull up with before the game. This confidence should be A1. You, you the yeah. one, big dog. You if, got it. If you can pull up wearing that listen, and survive Charles Barkley clown, listen, you good, man. Do what you want, man. You grew up in Crenshaw. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, big dog. Um, but we got to talk about it. Kyrie and Clay are back. Kyrie and Clay are back. Brother Sunshine. And uh, you know, and and Clay. But first, man, you say Clay is back, man. Like Clay is back with that headband, man, and that little afro. <laughs> I swear to God, he and the way he wears the socks, he looks like one of them dudes from um, the tropics. The tropics, man. Yeah, what was that? Um, semi pro, semi pro, man. I'm like, come on, Clay, but. Come on, man. But, you know, I'm so happy to see him back because it's been so long, man. It's been, they said, like 941 days or something like that. Like, when Clay was playing, Corona didn't exist. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just a whole different vibe. And And his last game. And he was on the way to 60 (laughs) in the finals, right? (laughs) He said, like, I'm tired of being disrespected. Like, y'all don't know. Like, all these great conversations come up and y'all don't say my name. Yeah, he was about to. It's it's beautiful. It's beautiful for the for the league for the game. Um, you know, it's scary for everybody else. They got to play against him because he came back looking like he dunking on people. He dunked it like you know like, like he, what he moving off the injury. It's like everything all right. I think that's one of those adrenaline joints though. Yeah, that was, that was a six seven dunk. Yeah, yeah, he was, con- yeah, yeah, yeah. Real quick, he, he didn't get up over anybody. He just had to get through them. So, quick. Like, but I I appreciate him doing it because we. He don't really get up like that. My man took, I think they said he got up 18 shots or 22 shots in 18 minutes or something like that. So he's going to let it fly. So it's exciting, you know, especially with what Golden State got popping over there. Um, 
you know, we won't we won't say too much about those guys because you know how they say <laughs> we're little haters. But but what are you what are you looking to see? Oh, oh, oh we ain't gonna we ain't gonna gaze over no, this. No, no, I was gonna ask you because I was gonna say Steph. As I of, wasn't gonna say anything. About I'm Steph gonna right say now. as of late, he's his he's been emptying the clip, but he ain't, the target ain't been getting hit that much. So I'm just saying, I I'm just saying I I've seen a few nights where he's been like five for nineteen. Is he? Four I think I saw for, four for twenty one one night, but is he still MVP? It's still an MVP talk. Still an MVP talk. You know, <laughs> let LeBron or KD have a night when not even four for nineteen. Let them go eight for for twenty for twenty or something and have ten rebounds, three blocks, and twelve assists. And everybody's gonna be like, oh to be man. factual. There was a night where LeBron was seven for fifteen, and somebody said he shot terribly last night. I was like. One less miss, he's fifty percent. <laughs> Listen, and 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 he's still gonna rebound, and he's still gonna assist, and he's still going. He's a leader. Be, yeah, yeah. Same thing with KD, right? Like people just getting used to it. But let Steph have some bad nights. The media don't cover it, but once he started shimmying and shooting and turning around and spinning around, it's all love. And one of and one of our uh, one time callers, uh, TJ. Oh, he called me, man. Stop texting me, man. Talking about. You know, Everybody's in trouble now. You know, I can hear him now when he's talking. Listen. Because you know, Clay's back. So we'll see. We're going to see. We'll for see. sure. But I like it, though. I like it. But this, Kyrie, that's the show I've been waiting to see. You know what I'm saying? Did you see the smile KD had on his face when he's like, oh, my boy is back. Yeah. <laughs> Harder, too. That's, that's what scares me. That's what scares me. Because those three together, and now he plays the two. Harden plays the one. And then KD does what KD does. Dang, so and Patty Mills is doing what Patty Mills is doing. Yeah, and he's Patty. Patty coming off the bench mm. is a monster. What? But he was having the. You see, he had some moments where he was lights out, but then he, he ran out of gas because you Too know much. Patty's getting old too. Patty done played like eight thousand international games. Patty played <laughs> with, with 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 Tony Parker and Tim <laughs> and Kawhi when Kawhi was a rookie. <laughs> like he been in there, but you're right. Like it's a whole nother space now. Yeah. What what does what are we looking forward to now with Kyrie back? You know, well, I, kill some. You know, I, I told you like I love watching him play, um, and I I do like the manner that Chauncey Billups gave him the the most skilled point guard ever. I give him that, yeah. no question. Um, I still think they're going to have trouble building chemistry in tough games hmm. because I don't care what anybody says. When you have three guys of that magnitude on offense, and times get tough. It's hard to figure out who does who does what, who's going to go win. Because remember, when LeBron went to Miami with D Wade, mm-hmm. Chris Bosh took that that Point. third seat. Yeah. But that first year in the finals, LeBron and D Wade had issues in terms of like who's yeah. going to go. And then you know, you know, D Wade basically told him over the summer, "Look, man, you, yeah. you, you got to, we got to lead. You know, you got to lead the way." Facts. So, you know. But the difference is with these three guys, they're all still in their prime. Mm. There ain't no, there ain't no age and attrition there. Like all these guys can still boogie. So who's gonna take a step back? You know, if it's down in the shot clock, is is Harden gonna pity pat, pity pat, pity pat, and Kyrie's just gonna spot up? KD's gonna spot up on us. What's you know what are they gonna do? I do think I do think it'll be a little bit easier than that transition that was made in um, in Miami. Because the one thing we do know is that Harden will find you. 
right? And the fact that much like uh, D-Wade when he said, yo, Bron, take the lead here, Kyrie said vocally, like, look, the ball, as far as point guard, should be in James Harden's hands. He makes better decisions with it. Like, he's the point guard. Right, I mean, but, but... I think that I think that helps at the end of the game, okay. too. But if, I also think that what makes it easier is, is KD. If, if, if I think if, Steve Nash has to make the decision. If Kyrie has said that, and he's sticking to that, mm -hmm. then it's no problem. Yeah. But we've heard that before. Remember, Kyrie's the same guy that left Cleveland to go to Boston because he says, I'm the missing piece. They just need a, a true point guard. Right. And he says, I want to prove to everybody that I can be a true point guard. Yeah. And he... Yeah. So so what I'm that's what I'm saying. Like, we don't know. When times get tough, what do you do? What do you go back to? Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. You go back to what you know. But I, I think what makes it different is, you know, easy money sniper. Yeah, but I think I think, but remember, I think no matter what, you the ball goes to him. But remember the there's been times before, whether it be Golden State or whether it be OKC, where sometimes Kevin Durant was a lost. We were like, yo, you didn't see him down there in that, that last offensive transition? Mm -hmm. He's 6'11". Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. that's, that's all I'm saying. We've mm -hmm. seen times before, before Kyrie, you know, was dismissed somewhat or suspended. I don't know, whatever it was for the COVID situation where Durant didn't touch the ball and was, you know, he tried his best to be politically correct. But I'm just saying, but when the, when everything's on the line. Yeah. It's a little different. So we still have to see them get through those rough patches because it ain't no just showing up and sure. everything straight because, you know, they still got some other guys out in, with injuries. For sure. Joe Harris which is a yeah. big one. But, you know, that's where we always talk about it and that's where a strong voice as a coach is important. And so I want to see what Nash does in that space. Yeah, and How you set those boundaries too because... And they got a strong assistance very strong coaching staff, you know. Very so they, let's yeah. see what they do. Let's see how that works. But they got the work, you know. But I mean, they got that to deal with, you know, which ain't a bad problem to have. And but also, but how, two in the East. but how is Kyrie going to play? He can play everywhere. Only away games, right? And with the ten day situation, with so many people going out of protocols and everything, him just playing in those away games for now is is pretty much better than him just sitting around and only going half. But they have a long, they have a long stretch in but, these next but, uh, games where they're all away games. So let me throw this out you, at you though. Okay, so the playoffs start tomorrow. Mm. And the first, first round is say Atlanta. Yeah. I'm just saying if Atlanta can get things together, right? They've been dealing with a lot of injuries. All right, just so they're playing Atlanta. First, first two games in Brooklyn. Right. He can't play. Right. But he can go to Atlanta and play. Right. Right? Okay. Right. So, all right, just say they, they get through first round, second round, and they got Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah, shit, you can. Yeah, you got. Shit. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They, like like Katie said, look, I'm not going to force them to take no vaccine or get them into that space like they get it. But, you know, that plant base coming. The plant base coming. So, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna be he, <laughs> the plant based, you know what I'm saying? The beyond, the beyond burger vaccine coming. Man, the, the vaccines we got now. I mean, I mean, yeah, they say we're gonna need a fourth booster. Yeah, <laughs> by by the time we get done all these boosters, we're gonna have bullet holes in our arms and stuff. And, like, and they're gonna be three billion dollars richer. On, <laughs> all the so, so I'm just saying. So when they get to, I want to see what their plan is. 
and it's probably driving Steve Nash crazy. Like, mm-hmm. what are they going to do against the home t- when they play home games against the? That's crazy. Yeah. Like, what if they get to the finals against Golden State or the Lakers? I mean, come on, man, you gotta, yeah, you got a whole serve at home. Yeah, that's the home court advantage is important. So, so KD's saying right now, I'm not going to force a man to do anything, but I guarantee you, let them fall below expectations. Something be done this offseason. For sure. It has to, it, <laughs> it sure. have to be because you're playing with people's careers now. Because you say it's business is business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think I think inevitably something will be, something will happen. There'll be some type of compromise or there will yeah. be a plant-based vaccine that he feels comfortable taking. Now, like that. last question on this. There are one or two other NBA cities that you can't play in, right? Toronto. San Fran, is that one? I'm not sure, but I know Toronto for sure. So- Man, man. Yeah. So, and shout out Fred Van Viet. Out, he torching, torching, and they're like on a six game win streak, and he is torching the league. Um, and we like to see that another one of those underdogs, and he just all game. We man. know. I always, whenever I see him play, I always say he's a better version of Patty Mills. Mm, yeah, yeah, and he just about game, right? You know, he had the opportunity to go somewhere else in the off season. The Knicks should have tried harder. Right, but he stayed in Toronto, which I think was the best move for him too, so he can continue to grow in his yeah, space. He could have grown in New York, sure, <laughs> but not, but not with Thibs, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a different space. He like yeah. his continuity there, and that's a great culture that they got over there, and um, and Nick Nurse too, for sure. Yeah, so, I like Nick, and you know that's you don't want to like. I think that's even more rare having coaches that you like and that are solid that people can stick around with. That's that's not something you can take for granted. All right, you know, we we don't talk about uh, football much on the pod. Um, not because, you know, we aren't full. I haven't watched the NFL in like four years, five years. Um, and rightfully but, so, because you were a Cowboys fan a little too long. I I I jumped ship a long time ago. You know, if if I do, I'm still. I'm. You might see me pop up on it with a cowboy hat soon. A Cowboys, <laughs> not a cowboy hat, but like a cowboy Dallas cowboy football hat soon, because uh, they are playing well and. You know, the NFL is the NFL, so I ain't necessarily, you know, support. But college football is big. I always big fan of college football. Um, and, you know, we do know what we're talking about. When it, we do come around to the football field, we do know. Um, my mom, we've been watching football since I was I, I was born. But uh, somebody made the headlines. You know, every <laughs> podcast, every outlet, everybody been talking about it. Man, like, and I know... I know this is you, you a football guy for sure. You talk about tailgate, tailgating and stuff, but A B, baby, Anthony Brown. I mean, not, not Anthony Brown. Dude, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. I mean, he had a he had a nice exit. I've never seen anybody rock out of work like that before. Like how, you know who was how bad? Would you, how would you quit your job? You know, <laughs> he he quit his job. The same way Dave Chappelle quit his job <laughs> when he found out Oprah was pregnant with his baby. That's that's exactly how he exited. And that's a dream. Right? When he when he quit, T.O. Ocho Cinco, this was like, oh man, why didn't I think of that? You know what I'm saying? So like I gotta give him an A plus for that. Hey, and then he quit and dropped the record. I said, yo, that's the best rollout I've seen from anybody in the last like 12 months, 60 months. Like, that's the perfect album rollout. He he quit, went to New York in the Diamond District and filmed a video and dropped a song. And on the next day, it was like, "Yo, I'm from the pit, not the palace. 
And let's not give too much credit for that video. Right? We give him credit for the effort for making it, but come on, that's yeah, trash. But 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 like all jokes aside, right? Like, and I've seen the football players, his peers, and stuff talked about it. You know, you know, we see the jokes about CTE. Man, that man going crazy. You know, we've heard the there's a Reddit and a Discord chain talking about all of the events in his career. I mean, AB is a wild boy. Like, call it what you want. It may be CTE, it may not be, but the boy is wild. His resume says it for himself. But in football terms, OG, he's one of the greatest wide receivers. For sure. Like, anything on the field yeah. is undeniable. 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 Um, and, and for the crazy stuff that he... I think his on-the-field play speaks even louder when you think about the stuff that he's done off the field. He's still been able to play. Right. Right? But the the only thing, like, normally, if you're on the field, play is so great. You can normally skate by with your other stuff, your other off-the-field antics. It's just that he's so wild off the field that it overshadows what he does on the field sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that's where, that's, I mean, come on, man. Like, let's think about it. In basketball in a basketball perspective, Dennis Rodman used to wear a dress. He wore, he wore a wedding gown. Dennis had a different hair color. You know, going to Chicago, they used to have billboards with Dennis, and every day his hair would be different. I mean, it's crazy, but but it didn't, how can I say it, it didn't affect the team. Right. And football, more, more than any other sport, it's a team sport for sure. And, and A.B. just took it a little too far sometimes. And, uh, well, a lot of times. And, um, you know, it just gets to a point where you burn bridges, man, and people get tired of it, you know, because, um, you know, he's so great that they were depending on him. Mm-hmm. And when somebody, when someone can't depend on you, no matter how great you are, they're like, you know what, I'm stick with the percentages. Okay. You know what I mean? Well, so now we have more information than what we did when, he first, when he, we first saw the video of him <laughs> running off, half naked, you know, saying whatever. Yeah. To where it came out that the NFL, Bruce Aarons was asking him to play on an ankle that wasn't good, you know. Um, his ankle was messed up. They showed pictures of it. You know, they talked about the shot that they tried to get him. Mm-hmm. They sent him to Tom Brady's doctor or whatever to get him to play. And he was like, yo, it's not working. And, you know, the turf here. You know, when you play professionally, college, anywhere, when you go on the road, there are certain gyms you'd be like, yo, there's a dead spot in this gym. Or a certain turf, like you know, like look, I ain't gonna be able to make it off here in this New York Jets place, and you know, you know this. You see that he showed the text message where he told coach, like, look, I'm trying, but it, it ain't gonna work. Playoffs coming around the corner. I can see yeah. it and go, mm-hmm. and I and and they confirmed that you know Bruce Aarons cut him on the sideline. And, and so with that said, not just this incident isolated, not anything else, yeah. and so just this incident isolated. Like, does that? But also there was other, there was other, uh, I saw, I heard what you were talking about, but I also heard additional stuff with that as well, where Bruce talked to him about all this and then you know how it goes. If you suit up and you say you're ready to go, you, it's up to you to let the the training staff know that, yo, I'm, I'm dead. You know what I mean? I'm, I, I tried, I'm done. And he didn't do that. You know what I mean? And so if if they're telling you, you know, they're calling your number and you don't go in and you're not 
and you're not like saying, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Like I can't go. Then what do they expect? They're thinking that you're just, oh, AB's up to his antics again. You see what I'm saying? Because you have no leg to stand on. And so that, that's my point. Like, and when you look back at it, he was targeted early in the game. And the, the thing is like, everybody's going to scrutinize what you looked like, how you reacted after those targets. And you look fine. And so <laughs> when you sit, when you're standing on the side and you kind of off to yourself and you're like, like this, you know what I'm saying? And so that kind of, it just doesn't, you know, we talk about body language all the time. And, you know, and when you have a bad record, come on, man, you know, the first thing, something happens, something bad happens to you. Everybody thinks about all the things that led up to yeah. this point. That's, and so he, unfortunately, whether or not he was wrong or Bruce Arians was wrong. Right. He, I'm sorry. In the court of law, he's he he got a leg to stand on. And then, you know, you got the night before, he snuck the chick in his spot, right? <laughs> which, <laughs> which is crazy, but he was so careless with it, he let her take pictures and stuff of everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then got him supposedly, I gotta I gotta find it. You know, we over here, so it's kind of hard to find where she was recording him saying, Watch what I do tomorrow. Why, you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, come on, yeah, man. Yeah. And then she got COVID. Mm, so so he, and and <laughs> right, and he got the fake COVID vaccine card. Yeah. So like, so I'm saying, so you know, and then you go on the podcast, right? Wilding out. And, and you, I, I don't like what he did to Brady. Yeah, I, I was about to go to that. He spazzed out on Brady, right? Saying, like, why am I playing on a prove it deal? Well, Brady didn't get you on a prove-it deal. You got yourself on a prove-it deal. You know what I'm saying? If anything, Brady got you a chance back in the league. Because what did he do? I think he only had to play one game in Oakland to get how much money? Is $30 million. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. You just had to line up. Like, one more. <laughs> but and then, you know, the funny thing is, like, everybody's giving, um, I'll come back to Brady. Everybody's giving um, Gruden a hard time, right? Because of those emails, right? But we all know that the owner said far worse than Gruden did. No, let's just be real. But Gruden gave you a chance and you video, you recorded everything and, and you, come on, man. So now you just lost some of the trust in the locker room that Gruden had with some of the other players because he's trying to cater to you to help you out. And so, and then again, 30 million. This is, this is lineup. Lineup. So you screw that up. All right. Now going back to Brady, he says, I didn't have to, you know, Brady, um, publicized the fact that I was staying at his house. I got my own money. First of all, Brady didn't publicize it. Second of all, he didn't have to do that because I'm going to be real with you. I'm an African-American. Um, I don't have any money. I'm broke. And you are a celebrity. You're a big time athlete. You're rich. I wouldn't let you near my family. <laughs> I'm just being real. That's I'm, a fact. I don't want you around my kid. No way. You know what I'm saying? like, Because I see my kid do that in Little League, I'm going to choke you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So so Brady did go out on a limb for you and he brought you into a situation that was very fragile. And what I mean by fragile is Brady had one year to get it right to try to win a Super Bowl where he was in charge. You know what I'm saying? He kind of took LeBron's role where like, y'all want me to come there? Y'all got to give me a chance to like bring my own guys in. Right. And Tampa Bay did that. And so... You, he brought you in when no one else would touch you. Y'all got a Super Bowl, so 
Don't say he used you. You used each other. And on the last game of the season last year, he made sure he got his seven catches to get his bonus. Sure. Listen, the man. The same thing he did with Gronk, but I mean, that's, it's Tom. <laughs> it's Tom. That's been going on in professional sports forever. Right. But you say he don't look out for you, right? But he specifically, seven targets to make sure you got your... your right. Stuff. But and again, you didn't even have a check. Right. So you got, we know you got money already, but you would have been, if you didn't, if Tom didn't give you a chance, you'd have been blowing through dough that you already made. Now you're blowing through dough that's new money. Mm -hmm. So come on, man. Like, stop. Yeah. You can't do that, man. And it's just, you know, when, when Ocho Cinco says you might be crazy. <laughs> and that's your dog, too. You might be crazy. Because you know it's your dog. So, and, uh, and, and we want to, like... We trying hard to, to support AB too. All all of us within our community. We still trying to like, come on, AB, come on. But man, like when you look at how Terrell Owens got vilified and for just bringing a Sharpie out on the football, right? And how people would talk about, I hate him. I wouldn't want him to be a role model to my kids or whatever. And how he couldn't get into the Hall of Fame and he could be arguably the best for our receiver ever or whatever, could probably still play right now. You talk about Ocho Cinco and how he got vilified for the entertaining that he did. Yep. Never disrespected the brand of football or anything. And like he they they he those two guys opened up the lane for you to be yourself, right? Even more so than yep. what Primetime did in and, those guys. And they came in, um, those guys came in 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 organizations that weren't as nurturing as Pittsburgh. What? For those of you who don't know, the Rooney family, I don't know what they do outside of outside of football, but in terms of football, they're one of the best organizations ever. Right. You know, when you right. when you sign a contract there to coach, you don't have to worry about stressing, man, am I going to get fired in year three? No, nah, they're going to give you a chance to get it together, and they're going to make sure you have the best players and, and management and resources and everything you need to be successful. And, you know, that... That organization, Mike Tomlin, a young African-American coach, went out of his way to make sure you had everything you needed to be successful. And what did you do? You burned him. And let's talk about Mike Tomlin, right? Mike Tomlin officially is in his 15th straight year of having a winning, uh, uh, avoiding a losing season. Right. Right? He's already got a Super Bowl under his belt, or he got two Super mm -hmm. Bowls under his belt. He hasn't had a losing season since he's been there. And he's been dealing with what he had AB nine years or something like that. Yep. Like, you just talk about how great that is and how he should be an example for how black coaches should be given a chance. Because Brian Flores, I believe his name is, from Miami. Miami. Just got fired after ending the season eight and one. Yep. Where he hasn't had... Well, they actually won, I think, seven of their last eight or something like that. Right. And he hasn't had a healthy quarterback, right? Miami itself is a is a dysfunctional organization, period. And he let him go because it's a short leash. Right? Yeah. So before I, I want to make sure I got everything right because I'm going to have somebody text me on the side be like, man, you're wrong. Mike Tomlin has seven division titles, mm. nine playoff runs, no losing seasons ever, two Super Bowl appearances, and he has one title. But – he won a Super Bowl at age 36. Come on, man. And so, you know, he's a former player. 
the way he looks, he could probably play a couple minutes now. You know what I'm saying? So at least box. You know, they let celebrity boxers pop it. (laughs) So, you know, he's a guy that went out of his way, not only for A.B., but Le'Veon Bell. And and so when you guys went other places, you didn't have as much success. It didn't hit the same. And, you know, just so now you got to understand, like, these some of the other people mm-hmm. aren't going to have the same tolerance for you mm-hmm. because they have no idea where you come from. Exactly. You know, and so, you know, you you can't put this on, this ain't on Tom, this ain't on Gronk, this ain't on BA, this ain't on Mike Tomlin, this, you know, this ain't on Gruden and the Lake. I mean, if, if anything, if you are, if you're a borderline criminal and you play football, you go to the Raiders. So, Listen. so you went there and messed that up. You know, you went to Belichick. You know, Belichick wouldn't touch you if Brady wasn't there. Come on now. So you A B, this is on you, man. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I think that you will get another chance. Um, I hope you do, but I mean, on, either way, he got the album coming. I think he might be in the studio with Fab and Jim Jones. I think I, I seen him in the pick with Meek Mill. So you, know you just saying? you just brought their band brand of music down. No, it's not on me. It's the pictures. It's public, it's public record, man. He said, he said, stay tuned. I'm from the pit, not the palace. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe hey, keep pushing, big dog. Keep pushing. All right. Episode nine. I think it's time to wrap it up right there. I think it's time to wrap it up, man. As you guys know, we back with it. Post-game wrap-up. We'll leave you guys with some words of encouragement, some words of wisdom, a couple gems here and there. Well, gee, what you got? Man? Um, I just got up. You know, this past morning at 5 a.m. to watch the, uh, uh, you know, college football championship between uh, University of Georgia and University of Alabama. And uh, even though I'm from Georgia, I was rooting for Alabama Hmm. because I really, really like Nick Saban and the way he runs his his program. But I'm happy that UGA got a chance to win. They deserve it. Um, They were the best team all year. UGA, uh, Alabama was able to come through with all the injuries and all the young guys and make it to the title game and actually win an SEC championship. So mm-hmm. um, shout out to both of those teams. SEC is basically the, definitely the best um, college football conference. Um, but I'm taking something from Nick Saban that I basically, um, I posted on my wall um, like maybe two weeks ago. Mm. He had a quote that he was telling his guys um, when they were a little down on themselves after a loss early in the year. He said, we didn't come this far to get this far. Mm. And so that's profound for me because it's like it's, it kind of equates to what we're doing here in Dubai where, you know, you had plans set for the next five five years of your life. I give you a call and throw something else at you and you pivot and you take a chance. You come over here with me. And so I said it would be rocky. I didn't say it was going to be this rocky, <laughs> but it's been rocky. Right. And so, you know, every Every day I see myself saying, you know, maybe it's time to do something else. Maybe it's time to go back into a comfort zone. But then I think about what Nick Saban said. I said, Man, we ain't come this far to come this far. So we got to stick it out a little bit longer and keep working. So that's that's where I am right now. So anybody out there, you're having some rough moments, you're having some, some negative thoughts, some doubtful thoughts, you know, just think about where you've come, the work you've put in so far. Think about where you have to go and just think about, you just got to put your head down and keep grinding and you'll keep moving forward. But it may not be as fast. It may not be as far as you want each day, but you'll keep moving forward. Mm. We ain't come this far to get this far. Mm. That's that's the one. Uh, Man, 
And it's interesting you said that because I've had those moments too. I was telling my wife the other day, I was like, I've had like several moments where I'm like, do I want to keep doing this? And then I'll go on LinkedIn and really look at jobs. Yeah. I'll go look at jobs. And as I look at it, I get a feeling it's like, man, you're not doing any of that. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep pushing. Right, keep right. pushing. Because at least you're betting on yourself. Right. It's up to you. So and that's a gym. Uh I'm for me, I'm starting the year off with it's in you, not on you. And you can take that however you want. Um, the clothes don't make the man, right? But everything's gonna start within. And it's all a perspective change. Um whether we're dealing with a, a new moment in our life where we need to transition and we're not sure if we can take that leap and whether we can do it. Everything you need is already in you. You just got to believe it in yourself. You know, you light the fire and it'll take care of itself. So don't overthink it. Um, bet on yourself. It's in you, not on you. Um, and that's the wrap up for today. Episode nine, BTG. You know, thank you guys, BTG Nation, for having us, as always. Um, check us out on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube. Subscribe, follow us on Spotify, Amazon, Google, all those podcast places. Hoop Mountain, Dubai. If you're in Dubai, come bump with us. Um, you have you can contact and talk to us on Instagram and all that stuff, too. I talk back, right? So we got Bump and Run going. We got some new things coming. So come play Hoop Mountain DXB, hoopmountain.ae. We're here. We're live. And as always, before I let the flows of Willie Ways ride us out, remember, keep it simple, keep it real, and keep going. Player and coach, the brother, the brother. They both got views that you need to discover. From sports, current events, to just life talk. Whether you on a fast break or a nice walk. Gotta tune in, you already know, G. This BTG Nation and you one of the homies. Just tune in, you already know, G. BTG Nation, the other ones in the nosebleeds.